Thank you for listening once again to SND Kidman Talk Podcast. And we are here today. This is our Halloween special, I suppose. Holler. Yeah, holler. Yeah. Halloween. If you're watching the video, um, uh, it's a dimly lit studio oh, with uh, okay. candle lights. It's not just me. No, it's okay. not you. It's, it's, it is dark in here, Travis. Okay. Right. Truly. Oh, it is. Yeah, What's don't it? bounce the tables now. You're messing the cameras up. Yeah. Or the so, fire. <laughs> or the fire, yes. We have real candles in here. These are not those little LED lights in here that um, uh, you see even more often now. But this is a really dark room in here, and this was Alexa's idea, so we're going to blame her for the, uh, <laughs> the creepy room. Ah! <laughs> that keeps happening. You need to tell that guy enough, Travis. <laughs> Next time he goes off, spooky. tell him enough. Mr. Spooky. Yeah, Mr. Spooky, Mr. Spooky dude, wherever that is. So. Spook this. Huh? Spook yeah. this, and then yeah. oh. uppercut. So we're going to be talking about things that kids fear today. And uh, so let's, uh, before we get started, we want to remind you that uh, since we're on podcasting now, our lines are open, just dial 9. I think you can even text from our last episode. Alexa told me that yeah, got, people were texting text. on yeah. 9. So, so just text number 9 and text in your question or con- comment, that? concern. Remus, Remus, Remus. Yes, we believe yeah, that. Remus. We believe that the one that the one person who gave us a hate comment, a one star comment on iTunes that says, "I hate this." We think his name is Remus. Yeah, because Remus. we had Remus text in last week and say, "Tell Randy to stop talking." Yes, yeah. yes, he did tell me. My God, are you still talking? And so, yeah. yeah. And Shut so, up, Remus. And so we try to. No, we love Remus. Oh, okay. Yeah, we love Remus. Not very nice. You, you might like Remus. But, well, we have, you know, we need to. I don't say we have to. That's kind of the wrong thing there. But anyway, uh, uh, maybe he's listening today. We don't even know that maybe. we still love him. Maybe he, he can him. still He can still, still text or call. Uh, you know, I'm afraid if he calls, we might recognize his voice. Maybe it's somebody we know. I don't know. Uh, you think Remus so. is a code name? It could yeah, who be. Who I think it is. It could, could picked, be a code name. Could be someone in the church. Could have picked a different name. Yes, could be someone in the church trying to bring us down, but that's okay. You know, God will lift us up, I hope. I think he, lo- he loves us, I think, right? We're doing good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about things that kids fear today. And uh, yeah, uh, phone lines are open, dial 9. And Taylor, our uh, uh, phone screen caller, will a uh, uh, phone call screener. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it out here somewhere or other. Uh, she will screen your call and first name only. And if they have a question or comment, let us know. We'll get to them. Okay. Has anyone called by chance so far, Taylor? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But we just well, got we, started. We've only just begun. We've only just begun. And uh, I think t- people are too scared to call in. Yes. I think, yeah. Yep. They're, they're probably sensing that, hey, they got candles going well, on. They've there. seen what's happened to Remus. Yes. I know it. Exactly. What has happened to Remus? <laughs> Nothing. We don't okay. know. It's, it's, okay. it's a mystery. Not so. a liberty to say. Uh, also, uh, thank you for listening again. Um, I'm sure you found us on either SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, where else are we at? Uh, for anywhere, uh, anywhere fine podcasts are sold. <laughs> uh, you found us out there somewhere, and we appreciate you listening to us. So let's get on with it. Let's get the uh, 
The polka dot band over there. Uh, hey guys, are are you they guys playing in the dark? I don't know if they'll be able well, to see their instruments. They're in the other studio, and I can't oh, yeah. see over there. They probably play in the dark too. They, they oh, may have glow sleep. sticks or something. Wake up! Hey, polka dot band, get you guys ready? Oh, oh they are there. I can't see them, but I can hear them. So, to my left, over here in the dark, Travis, let me stick your head out over there here. Let me feel you. There okay, there you are. Oh. <laughs> I feel your, is that, that's your beard, and there's your nose, <laughs> and there's your bald head. Yep, that's, yep, that's yep, Travis. He does podjinks for us, and um, he's going to be giving us two corny kid jokes later on today during the podjinks segment, and uh, he's here today. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a round of applause for Travis Johnson. <laughs> and next to him is his wife, Alexa. What is the weather today? Uh, drizzly and cold and about uh, 58. 50, Okay, before I ask Alexa the next question, what? Travis or Justin, what, what's the football game tomorrow? Give me a football game. Which oh, one? Seahawks know. versus Falcons. Okay, Alexa, who's going to win between Seahawks versus Falcons? You better answer this right. She's computing. She's buffering. The Falcons? The Falcons. Uh, we'll have victory. And last week you, you <laughs> predicted the Green Bay Packers were going to win, and they won. Did they win? Big time. I'm telling you. Big I'm lucky. Time. Justin's this so like, mad right now. This is like three well, for listen, three. Listen, I've gotten it right every time. It's three for three, I think. Falcons are. are one and six, and Seahawks are five. Well, and I two. asked Travis. Wait, wait. I just said that because he loves the Seahawks. Okay, so but, but really, who's going to win? Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> 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 I'm going to do with you all now. Okay. So, uh, Alexa Johnson, everybody. Why does our clapping sound like fireworks? I don't know. <laughs> yes, uh, they're clapping with firecrackers over there. That's so, a really yeah, interesting. I, I, I like that, that way. Technical difficulties with I'm our wires. Back to our studio audience over there. We'll see if we can get our janitor to work on that sometime, get that fixed, get that connection fixed. But uh, uh, over here in front of us is uh, he's here today. Now, we're actually podcasting on a Saturday. We usually do it on Sundays, but things have changed, and we're on a Saturday, and uh, this guy was able to make it. He is so epic. He has his new segment that he's been doing. He's going to have it again today. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for one and only Travis, the epic... Henry. What? I mean, Jared, the epic Henry. <laughs> Travis, you have to move some other way from me. You're, you're rubbing up on me here. And, uh, oh, hey, guys, oh. can you play some more there for us? Come on, kids. We're not it's not nap yet. time yet. Yeah, there, there we go. Man, they are on it. And two more. Uh, we have, she's screening our calls right now. I think they're just piling in here. She's probably getting texts and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, we're up to two. Up to two. <laughs> Already two on hold already wanting to get in and make a comment by Dolly Nine to get into the podcast. Uh, and she's doing very well because it's it is dark in here, so I don't know how she's pulling it off, but she is. Give it up for Taylor Binge. <laughs> and also, last but not least, you probably cannot see him, not because it's dark in here, but because he doesn't have a camera on him, because he is giving and sacrificing all these cameras for everyone else to be seen on our video podcast, whenever they are videoed, and uh, whenever we are able to do that. So he's back over here. Uh, he's trying to watch a football game, but there's no football games on there. He's college football today. Yeah, I'm sad. You don't watch football games, college football games, I, I watch it. I just... Just not now? Just not now. Okay, if it was Sunday, he'd be watching a football game on yep. his phone right now. But that's how multitask he is. He can do that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin... Binge. <laughs> and uh, give a round of applause for the polka dot band, everybody. Yay! Uh-oh. All right, guys, you can quit now. Thank you. Go back to your, your parents, kids. <laughs>
Uh, at the beginning of our intro, we play about once a year at this time when we do one of our Halloween editions, and the guy announcer who does that is Bruce Borlick. He was on here a couple weeks ago, or I don't know, how many podcasts ago was it? Oh, like 11. Podcasts, yeah, not too long ago, about a month ago or so, <laughs> we interviewed him, and Bruce and Jamie Borlick, uh, Bruce Borlick does our uh, voiceovers for our intro, and that was him on the Scooby-Doo one there, and that's him doing Shaggy, and the first two or three Scooby-Doo impressions right after Shaggy is him as well. You guys want to hear it again? Sure. See. Because we only, because we only get to listen to this once or twice a year. That's Bruce Borlick right there. <laughs> and the laugh. Those two or three Scooby-Doo's impersonations right there was him. The following Scooby-Doo impersonations are the real audio, or the original. That's how spot on he is with that. <laughs> oh, pretty awesome, isn't it? Who, who uh, who, uh, who did the, the voice for Shaggy? Casey Kasem. Yeah, that's right. Casey Kasem. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. I'm Casey Kasem from American Top 40. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's known for. He did a couple other cartoons. I bet Bruce could do his voice. He did a couple other cartoon characters, too, I think. But I can't remember. It seemed like there was one or two he did in Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but I I, I can't remember him. My mind slippeth me, saith the Lord. (laughs) Sorry about that, Travis. Come on now. It's dark. No one can hear you. There's fire in here. (laughs) Uh, Yes. There's fire in here, Travis. Let's be careful. Hold it till afterwards. If we get this Doesn't, room full of farts, we are in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't help that we just had a chili cook-off yesterday. Oh, <laughs> there was. The chili cook-off. Challenge oh, yes. These are not good conditions. No. This, oh, this is... These are unfavorable. You're the one that came conditions. up with the idea. But I forgot about the chili cook-off. We, we were late. We didn't get any Our chili. church had a chili cook-off last night. How many... Samples out were out there oh, like about a, like 15. 12 or 15? <laughs> 11. 11? <laughs> yeah, there was more than 11, probably okay. 15 yeah. different chilies out there. And you got to go sample uh, a chili uh, from everyone in our church. And boy, they were good. Dave did a really were good they? job. Well, there were two that mm-hmm. I tossed out. There's two of them that I took a bite and I said, I can't do this. Which they probably made out of I don't know who they were. Were they spicy were. or oh, just not good? They just didn't. They just like, this is not chili to me. People, when, when they do chili cook-offs, they think the spicier, the better, but no. No, no, it's got to be the right no. amount of spice. Good, yeah. There was a green chili there, and there was a white chili. A white one green, on the very end was the best. That's, that's Dave it. had introduced it to me at the very end, and I went and got <laughs> me a spoonful, and I'm like, this is amazing. And yes, Dave Shaver, uh, he had, four. I've heard 14 bowls from several people. 14. Now, when I had a bowl, I took <laughs> one Layla because I knew I was going to be eating a lot, chili. So I took one ladle. So I don't know if Dave did one ladle per bowl or if he had one he bowl. No, he did like one ladle per bowl. I mean, the bowl. bowls are so small that one ladle so is Two one ladles bowl. and them little foam bowls is equivalent to one bowl. I mean, those little be star foam bowls. So he had like seven bowls. Yes. That's still a lot. Rookie. But yes, that is still a lot. <laughs> oh, he wasn't done. Bar- his wife made him stop. <laughs> his wife made him stop. <laughs> she would. That's funny. So, all right, let's talk about our topic and get things going here. First of all, I have this. Yes. I have to keep my hand on my Starbucks cup because I'm afraid I'm going to drink the fire. Because <laughs> yeah, you say you, 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 you might pick up the candle. I'm reaching for my Starbucks and I, I almost, I almost pick up the flame. <laughs> candle. So, that's the word, candle. Candle. I've, yeah. I've evolved since. Word of the day, candle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's see if I can get my notes here in the dark. If I can read here, what I've done is I've. Uh, pulled out uh, a list of the top 10 fears uh, from kids. 
and uh, last uh, week or so, and I gave the staff, I said, I want you guys to pick out two each at random. And uh, what they're going to do is basically, we're not going to solve all the problems, but we're going to announce and, and present these fears of you that kids have that's been on a, a top 10 list. There's all kinds of top 10 lists out there, but this is the one we chose to work with. And they're going to kind of give you, I don't know, just their thought on how uh, maybe, let's say you had a one-on-one with one of the kids in your in your kid's church, and maybe you found out they had this fear, and, you know, how would you address that? Or how would you address it in a lesson? Or j- just however. So we're just basically going to present these top ten to you, and then um, uh, each of our uh, staff today is going to give their intake or their input on that. Uh, we have all ten week. covered? Yes, we do. Oh, cool. Yes, all ten Great will be two. covered here. So, uh, actually, oh, me wow. and Jared have one apiece. <clears throat> you guys gobbled them all up. Huh. But uh, before I get started, how convenient! I, I know, right? Thank you. Uh-huh. Before I get started, uh, let's go through some things uh, about uh, some facts about fear itself. Number one is fear is a natural part of growing up. I think we all can uh, agree with that. And w- when you go through these things, it kind of helps you um, helps you feel better because even as adults, we have our own fears. Uh, different kinds of fears, but children's fears are much different. We that's pretty obvious. Uh, fears uh, arise. Number two, fears arise from an experience, whether rational or irrational. Now, when I read that, I thought about when I was a kid. Uh, I, I had when I took my baths. I wanted the bathtub always full <laughs> of water. I mean, full. I have a story too, and <laughs> I bet you do. And and this is what I liked about a full bathtub is when I undid the plug. I liked watching that whirlpool of water go down, and it was like a little tiny water tornado. I was scared to death of that thing, but I loved watching it. I, would not, I was afraid that if I put my hand in there, it was going to suck me in there, and I really had a fear of that. But nothing stopped me from throwing a little rubber ducky at it or something like that, and it never sucked it down. And, uh, and so I thought, yeah, I bet. I bet if I put my hand in there, Mr. Whirlpool, you would suck me under, wouldn't you? I'm not falling for that trick. So. Yeah, and you probably had your sister telling you that it was going to happen, like she did to me. Terrorized for she years. She terrorized me, saying that it was. she had a song and everything. She I don't had even a song. That for song. what? For, what for was I was going to um, get sucked down the drain. Really? Yeah, Amanda yeah. would sing him a song. Like, and like his mom didn't she know any of this mean, was happening. Like, like she'd come in secretly and be like, Travis, you're going to come down. Right? She had a song. Oh, what was that song? I can't remember. I gotta, Lizzie, something, something, something about a girl that went down the drain and, oh. Man. All right, guys, be quiet, okay? It's, it's just, <laughs> those fears are over with now. I actually reversed, though. Yeah. I would put my hand. Would, oh. now, I did he likes get, danger. I did get to the point where I was brave enough that I, I eventually stuck my hand in there. It went away. I, I but at first, that. yeah, I, at first, like, I didn't wanna, did not want to touch that tiny little whirlpool going down the drain. Uh, number one, two, three. Oh, fear goes away gradually. So as that's one thing, if you administer these kids, you can let them know that as you grow and get older, those fears just go away. It's just part of growing up. Um, uh, number four, uh, acknowledge when you're ministering to kids or, or helping them out in any way, acknowledge that they, that, that they have this fear and <laughs> validate it. So that's a key word there. You know, we want to acknowledge that, you know, Hey, yeah, I see. I can understand and I acknowledge you have a sphere, but let's, you know, let's validate this and see if this is, you know. Don't just say, oh, you don't, there's no reason to be afraid. Yeah, yeah get, get, give them more than that, exactly. Uh, teach them, uh, number five, before we go on here to our list, teach them that uh, on how to cope uh, with those fears. Give them uh, strategies on how to cope with fears. 
and this is again this shows you how much of a star wars buff i was i was in love with star wars as a kid growing up i seen the original ones in the theater when they first came out and i did not realize this but this is what i was doing when i read this i realized that's why i did that <laughs> whenever i was afraid for for whatever reason it was basically for dark or whatever being by myself alone and I thought there was a monster out there or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, stop it. <laughs> Enough of that. And um, that's spooky. <laughs> I would imagine me having a lightsaber. <laughs> I, I always envisioned Luke Skywalker would be there with me, and uh, he'd give me his lightsaber. And I'd flare up that lightsaber, and I'd be ready to tackle whatever was there. And for whatever reason, in my imagination, I coped with my fears by pretending that I would tackle it with a lightsaber. However that worked, I don't right. know. Uh, but young, as a young kid, Jedi? yes, as a kid, that's just how I coped with it. That's how I would defeat that fear in my mind was I would take a lightsaber towards it, whatever it was. And being the kid inside of me, that, that's that's how I dealt with it. And it, it, it worked. It was crazy. And, it must uh, have been before episode three came out. Oh, way before. Whatever. Yes. Way before that. All the Jedi kids were. So Now, you guys, uh, <laughs> I gave you guys a list of ten. I let you guys select the two that you wanted. To go with, and so what I'm going to do is go down the list now, and uh, I'll do a drum roll, and then uh, whoever's got. Oh, I was going to suggest you do that that way. Yes, we'll do the drum roll, and we'll work our way from ten to number one. And uh, so, if you're ready for this, let's do a human random order. <laughs> no, I'm going to do ten, nine, eight, seven. All right. So it'll be random order for you guys. Your show, I guess. We'll yes, <laughs> it's random order for you guys because you don't know who number ten is, but if. You have number 10, which is public speaking. Who has that? Public speaking. It's not even. It's not on the list. It's here. not on that list? Maybe I didn't put it on there. <laughs> it's not on the list. Mail. Wait, what? Mail. Wow. What? Yeah. I think they're too afraid to... to you're you're scaring them. us by naming stuff that's I'm, not on I'm the list. Myself. Is this, you know, the ghost write this script? I, I'm literally here. looking at the list on band, and it's not there. It's not there. Okay, I, I agree. you hear that people, the number one fear above death is public speaking? Oh, yeah, adults. A lot of adults are. That's oh, adults. Yeah, I hate it. It's like above being dead. And college makes you do that now. It's like a grade. People would rather mm-hmm. be in the oh, casket. Oh, good than, point. People would rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. I think most people fear public speaking to some degree. I do. I hate it. Mm. I can't. But you're a teacher, though. That's public speaking. What do you mean? Oh, uh, in Sunday school. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it, too. I will say. Um, I do not. I will say. <laughs> does it really scare you teaching or it what? It does, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I will get nervous, say, man. like, I don't have a, as big a problem teaching, like, in school as I do here because there's adults in the room. Like, I could care less really about kids. But, but, no, I mean, like, I'm not. You grab you're not, that, you're not, you're not, that doesn't fear you. Grab that sound clip, please. No, I mean, I, like, kids don't scare me to, like, speak in front of, but, like. In connect, front of adults. But in front of adults. Like, I, Connect scares me to teach more than teaching every day. In school. So you're in school, more it's accustomed easy. to teaching at the school. Well, no, just because kids, I'm not as, I don't know. I guess kids don't judge as hard. Kids are, yeah, kids are less judgmental. And I don't like it. I mean, they are judgmental. They're real, but adults are more judgmental and they don't say anything. If they, even if they judge you, there's not <laughs> much you can do about with a kid. You can be like, all right, you need to sit down. Yeah. Kids, I'm still the boss. So <laughs> well, while we're on it, how, uh, let's say, now we have a couple kids that will get up and teach less in front of everyone. They have no fear of public oh, speaking yeah. on that venue. Um, let's see here. How would we address that to kids? Like a kid, there might be a child who wants to teach a lesson. It's good to be scared because you're not 
confident in yourself that you can do it. And that's how you grow. But you trust God that he's going to help you do it. So then if you're all confident and stuff, you know, you're not going to be saying, God, please help me speak. Okay, so so telling a kid, you know, trust God, be confident, those are good starter motivational things, but... That's it's showing not, it's showing that you're humble in a way because you you're like I, I'm not good enough to do this right now. You there you go. Saying? So it's like oh. it's a good. So so well, who in the Bible could you refer? I know who in the Bible who you refer that to. Uh, Moses. 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 Very good. Yes. Because ten, I get ten bucks. Well, um, <laughs> connects cash. Connects cash. Yes, ah. thank you, Taylor. Yes, connects <laughs> cash. Five. Connects we'll give connects cash ten dollars for that. Absolutely, you can spend it at the Connects Toy Store next time it's nice. open. Ten bucks, okay. Like, You're welcome. Well, you know, thank Taylor. It was her idea. So. Like one piece. Of no candy. problem. So, uh, yeah, use Moses. So you could talk to a child. And say, hey, Moses was the same way. He had a speech impediment or whatever, or he stuttered or whatever the issue was, and he was afraid to speak. And uh, you know, God used him, and you know, being humble and acknowledging that fear and validating it. You know, you know, that's you know part of it right there. And 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 Moses went through all that. So you could see, hey, Moses experienced that. You know, look how great Moses turned out to be, you know, yeah. not to build him up too high, but say, hey, you can't overcome that. So, hey, we got through that one. Very good. good. Um, all right. I'm scared what the next one is. Yeah, I, know, I am, uh, too. I hope someone got this uh, one. I like it. Number nine. Who has animals? Me. <laughs> okay, some kids are afraid of animals. Uh, certain ones. Taylor, take it away. What you got? When I was uh, little, I was scared of dogs. I remember that. So I thought I would take animals. Um, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I'm going to do another one on here. Sounds like an angry herd of cows. It does sound like an angry herd of cows. It's not I'm ending. Gonna, I, it's not I ending. Thought, I'm I thought it was the boo. It's really chilly over here. <laughs> I thought it was the boo. Considering got, how many it, candles we have, it's kind of chilly It just got here. suddenly cold, didn't it? It's Ooh, really it did cold get cold suddenly here. cold. But you was afraid of dogs. Polling. I was afraid of dogs. He doesn't like this. So um, puppy dogs or big dogs? Big dogs. Little puppies didn't scare me. That's but like, I was afraid of big dogs. You were like that even whenever we first started dating. Yes, I was. Like, I can't, really? that was a, it was certain dogs, like certain breeds. Yeah. Oh. What did you do to a Randy? I don't know. <laughs> we grew up I with honestly, dogs. I honestly, yeah, we did grow up with dogs. But um, I really don't know where it came from. Just suddenly I was scared of big dogs. We, all of our dogs were outside, though, so I don't think I like ever really interacted with them. Mm-hmm. My son has something to say about that, apparently. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's give a round of applause <laughs> for the youngest Kidman podcaster. He, how old is he now? Ten months. Ten months old, and he's already podcasting. He's in there in the room with us now, and he just <laughs> gave away. He don't have his own mic yet, but he's over here saying stuff. Let's give it up for a little Justice Binge, everybody. <laughs> Sound like our studio audience got their microphone uh, cleared up there, so sounds great. They put their fireworks away. Yes. Yeah. So how would you uh, um, how would you address this to kids, either in a uh, I don't know, lesson or one on one, or if you know one kid's afraid of animals, what would you do to help them? Um, I would say that I was in their shoes when I was their age, so I understand their fear. But slowly, I started. Um, like getting a little closer to dogs whenever I was around them. Not just kind of jumping into it, but I just kind of gradually got closer to the the bigger dogs, which is the ones I was scared of. And I knew that if their owner was around, the owner wouldn't let anything happen. They would try and stop anything if something were to happen. But 
nothing ever really did. So I would just let them know, like, hey, as long as the owner's around, um, if it is a dog that you're scared of, you're going to be fine because they're not going to let anything happen to you. So personal experience, testimony. Yes. That's how you would. That's a good one. So if by chance that child has the same type of a fear that you may have experienced, then you're you're already on a, the right track to help that kid out. Yes. You can say, I had that exact same thing. And that's usually one of the greatest things that helps out, number one, when you have a personal testimony that I know exactly what you're talking about, so they don't feel alone in that. So very good. Is that all you want to say for that one, the animal? Yeah. Okay. And uh, the next one, number um, number eight. Monsters and ghosts. Oh, I'm really mean. proud of how you said monsters. <laughs> yeah, you did. I just want to. I just want to put did, that out there. Did I say monsters? You said monsters said instead of monsters. Sure did. Oh, that's what I do deserve. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so I, I pulled a Bible verse, a couple, a couple examples from the Bible Ooh. about about ghosts. Um, uh, first verse is. Uh, Job 7, 9 through 10 says, Just as a cloud dissipates and vanishes, those who die will not come back. They are gone forever from their home, never to be seen again. Now that's talking about like earthly, like our on, on our bodily uh, presence on the earth. So that's what that's talking about. But um, also, there is an example in the Bible. Um, hold on. Let me find, let me find, I have it. I can Hold on, quick Lex, to fill time. Sorry, it's dark. Uh, yes. uh, we have a burn over here. A bur- yeah, tra- uh, Jared, quit playing with fire over Jared here. Jared burned his hand. He's putting his hand over the candle flames over here and playing with the fire. So This might not have been a good I'm idea. Seeing if a yes. snake will come out. Yeah. <laughs> We're not <laughs> that type work. of church. Exactly. Anyway, I, ca- I can't find the actual... All things are possible. I can't find the actual verses right now, but it was... Um, it's in First Samuel. What is it? It's in First Samuel where, um, where Saul is trying to seek guidance mm-hmm. from God, but uh, yes. nothing's happening. So he, he, he goes to a medium, mm-hmm. and then he asks the medium the for help. <coughs> the witch vendor. <laughs> the devil woman. And, uh, and, and he asks, asks her, and then an apparition appears. But the Bible is very specific in saying that it, it wasn't a ghost, like a ghostly spirit. It was like of was God. It? it was God talking to him. Wasn't it? I thought it was actually, uh, this was after uh, Samuel died, right? It was after yes. Samuel died. And it was he Samuel, was, and he's like, he hey, I don't, for Samuel. I don't want you to do it like this. Yeah. He got mad at him. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, they point out that the medium or the witch was just as scared, even more scared than, than Saul. So they they were talking about how it's not an actual ghost, but it was, and that's like another. I don't, I don't want people to read that and then read the thing that says, uh, "No, no more on on Earth or whatever," and then think that it contradicts itself. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, that's what I would teach if I were teaching that that lesson. Okay, very good. So monsters and ghosts. Anybody else want to add monsters and ghosts? Because that's a we've talked about like the vibe one before. Well, Scooby Doo, you know. <laughs> oh, you could you could talk about if you talk about monsters, you could talk about like yeah. they, they, it's just it's just all the monsters of, on Scooby. Just a bunch of old guys in masks, right? It's yeah. usually your janitor in a mask or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about that. That'd be a good parallel. I'll use the Scooby Doo type thing, but uh, 
the you know there's a lot of psyche on kids today. What's really scary, I guess, is a lot of our kids are are subject, and their parents will let them watch those psycho movies a lot too, where it's like those things could be real a lot of times, and that's that's a whole different monster right there. So, uh, monster. wow, monster. Well, I was I was destined to say the wrong one. So, all right, Ray, anything else on monsters or ghosts? Monster. Monsters. <laughs> I think Randy's afraid to to say monster. I think monster. he is too. I, mean, I think know. he thinks he's it's going to. So afraid of him that he says. I said it right the first time. Don't worry. Don't just realize if it. you say it three times real fast, a monster won't appear. It's not like okay, yeah, monster, worry. monster, monster. <laughs> 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 all right, oh, no. let's go to the next one here, which is uh, number seven. Death. <laughs> Who has death? That would be me. Justin, take it away. Yeah. Um, I never really feared death. I mean, not like I didn't fear death. I, did, I guess you could say I just never thought about it because I was so young. But I think, like, after Justice has been born, I think about it more often because I'm so scared it's going to happen. Or, like, an illness. Like, that's part of it, too. Like, an illness is going to befall me and... I'm not going to be here to watch him grow up and stuff like that. So, like, that's become, like, a thing of mine here uh, recently. Um, and the things I've been trying to, like, think about is just, like, to get over it is um, just knowing that regardless of what happens, God is in control. So, I mean, as long as we're right with God, I mean, death is only the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's good. You know what I mean? If you, if, you, if you really put your faith and trust in God, then... He he can heal any illness if he if it's in his plan and if it's not in his plan then I mean like I said it's only the beginning so I mean heaven is just the next step and it can only get better from there so mm-hmm. yeah the uh, the world doesn't revolve around us right so that yeah that's, that's, that's right that, that's, that's right Jared that's actually like a that, that's a good point because I was thinking about I was actually thinking about that the other day is like you know what I mean I I was like looking around me as I was driving a car and I was looking at all these cars and I'm like. People aren't just going to stop going shopping or whatever the case may be when I die. You know, what I mean, that's kind of like a scary thought to think about that. But at the same time, I mean, life will go on. Life will go on. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, I can see and understand, uh, and I've heard of kids having that fear of death. That you know, just they're just scared they're going to die. And I'm sure you know some parents will are able to take their kids to doctors and seek help. But more as, importantly, they're afraid their parents are going to die. Yeah, and so uh, just event, they're afraid of something's going to happen to them, and so us, you know, if we become privy to that, you know, how can we, what kind of thing can we offer them to help them out? And I'm coming to my mind is, you know, hey, you know what? I'm going to validate that, and I'm going to say, you know what? The Bible says we're all pointed to die, but it's... Bible says we need to think on things that are pure, holy, and just. And so if I can kind of say, hey, that's probably not the purest thing to think about in the, in the manner that you're thinking about it, you know, you know that, uh, that you're scared of death, you know, no matter what you do, you're, you're afraid to go outside and play because you're going to die. You're afraid to do this because you're going to die. You know, let's think on some different things. Let's find something to occupy yourself with until he comes, okay, or until you go, let's not be obsessed with, you know, I'm scared of death, I'm going to die any moment, no matter what I do. So whatever little baby step we can offer these kids, you know, if that opportunity arises and, and, you know, we're there. And once in a great while, we are introduced to a situation like that. It doesn't happen a lot with any of these fears, but occasionally it does happen. 
you know, to where we have to address it with them, help them out the best that we can. And, and quite frankly, sometimes a situation can come about, we are at a loss of words sometimes. So um, any other ideas on that, on how we could address that? Okay. Well, let's go to number six then. So excited. So excited. Be. Being alone in the dark. <laughs> Who's got being alone in the dark? Me. Go, Alexa. Me. Was it being afraid of the dark or being alone? In the dark? Either way. Well, um, so kind of going off of the last one, I was, I'm, all, I'm still scared to death of the dark because I can't see what's there and yada, yada. But um, <laughs> like, like the fear of death thing, I think every night was when I, because I, I kind of did have that as a kid. It was, but it was when I was going to sleep because I couldn't see what was going on around me. And every night I would go to sleep thinking, oh, I'm going to die tonight. Um, you had that? Yeah. Really? Wow. But it was night because I just couldn't see and I didn't know what was there. And, um, and Travis will tell you, even now I still have like nightlights all over the house. Oh, yeah. Um, and I need, yeah. I mean, once I fall asleep, I'm fine. So like we have stuff on timers too. <laughs> like, like our diffuser, I guess, kicks off after a while. Um, but I don't know. I, I found the verse... Um, and I think this would probably be one of the best verses to use with this. Um, and it's First John 1, 5 through 7. And it's, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you <clears throat> that God is light and in him there is, is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we will lie and do not practice the truth. Um, but if we walk in the light as he is the light, that was more of the... Um, we got you. That version. It's the verse that says, um, basically, um, the darkness cannot overcome the light, mm-hmm. um, which I think is probably the best verse you can use for that. Um, <laughs> and again, like I guess with the testimony is probably the best way to handle that because I would just say, you know, I'm... So with God, you're never alone and you yeah. have light. Yeah, because the darkness cannot... So you're never alone in the dark because you... You're always with God, and you always have his light. I believe everybody has had the fear of the dark at some point. It's hard. I mean, All of us growing up. There's very few kids. Jared that, says no. But. Yeah, Jared's just brave because he's epic and all. We get it, Jared. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying I never had it, but I honestly I can't afraid. remember ever having it. I was afraid. Uh, I remember having a nightlight. Still scares me to death. <laughs> I mean, as much as I like sleeping down through, when I was a kid, sleeping through storms, I like the rain. You know, but the thunder and lightning would always freak me out. Yeah. It's cool that now. It still does, like, two in the morning. Well, yeah, I want to wake shit out of it. Boom! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, jeez, man, I was trying to sleep here. Come on. Okay. So, um, Oh, that was John 1. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There we go. And so um, I'm sure there's all kinds of lessons online you can talk about. Yeah, uh, I mean, because the Bible is full of light and dark verses and... And you know what? Building off of that. When it comes to kid ministry, I think that uh, when we teach lessons during Halloween or whenever, whenever we talk about fear, it seems like being alone in the dark and the monsters and ghosts are the ones we always address. You know, just that comes off the top of our head. Those are like number one and number two to us. But this list here is, is going a whole different direction here. And the monsters is number eight. Uh, you know, being alone is number six. And so there's other things that's more scary to kids than these things out there. So let's, uh, anything else for uh, number six, for being alone in the dark? All right, if not, let's move on to number five. Is it fire? Because Jared, 
Well, burning his hand. That one hurt. He's going to need this if he keeps playing with fire, and that is fear of a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got doctor? Anyone got doctor? Doctor. Nobody chose doctor. Do you? No one chose doctor. Do you? I guess not. I guess not. Nope. Nobody chose doctor. Doctor's helping out, man. Well, I feel like I guess Jared would be the one with doctor because we all chose two. You chose one, and so Jared's got. No, I got one. And uh, is it on the list? I got. You know, I think there might have been two lists involved here. So on the very top of the list, that could have been mine. Oh, it is at the very top of the list. So it is okay. So doctor, uh, who wants to help uh, jump in on the doctor? Just eat an apple a day and doctor. Doogie Howser's really scary. I'm I'm afraid of the dentist, not the doctor. I mean, I was going to say it kind of falls in line with illness, wouldn't it? No way, no way. I got the doctor. Yeah, I was going to say. Wow. (laughs) Here's what I would do. I would probably talk, uh, if I did a lesson, because I know a lot of kids are uh, afraid of the doctor. If I was to do a lesson format, I would definitely use Luke, because he was a doctor in the Bible. Oh, I thought you were talking about Luke Bowen. No. I'm like, wait a minute, he's a doctor? I would talk about uh, Luke was a doctor, (laughs) and he was was a follower of Christ, and, uh, and probably... Uh, oh, gee. I would probably introduce, you know how we have some silly professors in our uh, skits and things before? Yeah. I'd probably have a doctor who's silly, a silly doctor come up, a character, and uh, address it that way, and probably introduce the kids in a, in a lesson format to where, uh, you know, doctors and scientists have are the ones who are, who likes, uh, you know, uh, a good cough medicine. If you guys got a cold or whatever, I know medicine don't taste good, but I'm mean, thankful for, you know, medicine to help you feel better. And the kids, you know, raise their hands. Well, if it wasn't for a doctor, you know, uh, we wouldn't be able to come across and find these things because they help us find and give us medicines that help us feel better, you know, to take headaches away and, and stuff like that. And so they're important. They're crucial to us in our society, and they're, and they're needful. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for doctors, you know, they, they invented Band-Aids. And you go through all kinds of stuff that kids are familiar with. And, and the stuff that helps you feel better when you got those boo-boos. And uh, uh, probably go approach it with that way. And then, you know, hit heavily, you know, that Luke was a doctor and a follower of Christ and kind of somehow emphasize on that a lot. Um, Jesus uh, is the great physician. Jesus is the great physician. Very good. Yeah, very good. And bring then that I, up there. Then I'd also say that an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So if you skip eating an apple one day, the doctor will come and get you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so eat your apples. Better eat your apples. Better eat your apples. That's a good one. It's a scary movie like that. It called an apple a day with like a, a, a crazy doctor on the loose. That's allergic to apples? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, doctor is up there, uh, you know, halfway through on the, on the list there. And so that a lot of kids are afraid of going to the doctors and... Uh, probably because of shots. That's oh, probably yeah, that's one probably thing. The they're main... just they're afraid you're yeah. going to get shot. And who's not afraid of someone poking you oh, with a, with a needle somewhere? I mean, really, I'd cry. I'd be crying. Oh, dude, I've passed out. What? I passed that's out. Extreme. Yes, I did, and I've never have done it before. Matter of fact, it happened not too long ago. Uh, just last week, I went to get blood drawn. See, now tests. blood drawing is different. That's so different. I am. No, you saw your own blood. One time I yeah. Did no, it's, here's I forgot the thing. to eat anything. A shot like is quick, but man, those blood draws kill me. Blood draws, yeah, blood draws are. I know, can't look at it. I can look. Well, I can look at it for a second and turn away. Mm-mm. But I always had that. I like it. That anxiety or whatever. That the little sweat for a few seconds and it goes away. I'm done. I'm good. 
And I hate <laughs> I hate because they because my veins are hard to find and they have oh, this yeah, thick and too. broken yeah. prod and it I, ugh. I got a great one. Last time I, I had like I had to get stuck six times and they still couldn't get it. And yeah. so yeah, they and gave then, me some juice and then I got it. And they always find a good vein on my hand, on top of my hand. That's yeah. when I always find a good oh, one. Oh, that hurts. And that's the worst one. It hurts. So and bad. that's when I I got so dizzy. I got beyond that phase, and I got yeah. so dizzy and nauseous. I just I started blacking out, and they had yeah. to haul me off. Yeah. I've never like, passed up, screwed up everything. I've never have. No shot. So, dog bite. I've got a birthmark <laughs> on my. It's like perfect every time. I was like, just hit the birthmark, and they get it every time. <laughs> I guess I guess you know telling a kid that story you know hey I'm 50 years old and I, I passed out. I got yeah I passed out you know so dude I'm right there with you you know again a testimonial thing and and, uh, and push the candy you get candy after yeah and the thing is you yeah. guys get candy when you're done I didn't get all I got was a cookie and juice bill. maybe all I got was a bill <laughs> if you're giving blood you get like a cookie and juice right. Uh, they gave me a graham cracker. Yes, thank you. I have to lay it in the ED for a while. <laughs> I got a graham cracker and a sip of water. So, yeah, there's my treat. So, okay, let's move on to number four. And that one is war. Oh, what's that good for? I know, right? <laughs> Who's got war? It is cold in here, right? Cold. We keep getting drafts over here, well, and there's so is, many candles that shouldn't is, be happening. I, I, I feel it, too. There's so, so many candles, it shouldn't be happening. All right, you're not in danger until you can see your own breath. Remember that. Yes. I when just we see your own, when we start seeing our own breath in here, then let's let's be open the doors and get out of here. Okay, uh, Justin. Brother Poling, he's not happy. <laughs> Isn't happy with us. <laughs> but that's not Brother Poling. That is not Brother Poling, I promise you. Who's in the corner over there? So, <laughs> Brother Poling. Justin, take us, take us and talk to us about number four, uh, the fear of war. Well, that's something that I also feared because... As soon as I seen it, I'm like, yep, because whenever I was in the Navy and I went on deployment, we were on the coast of North Korea whenever Kim was, like, doing all his nuclear threats and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And so it was, like, really, like, frightening to realize that, you mean, you're just a couple hundred miles away. And so that was scary. So, like. Yeah, I remember you guys were out there. And I remember that come on the news and, and your, your ship was literally. Mm-hmm. Out there, and our, like you guys would have been the first one. Yeah, there. our fl- our fleet would have been the first line of defense. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. It, it, they were I there. Mean, I'll be honest with you, though. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was intimidating, but I mean, I get it. That's a whole other story. I'm not going to get into that. But I mean, like, yeah, it, it was definitely intimidating. Um, just knowing that you're that close, and then and then we pull into South Korea, <laughs> which and, and then they were offering tours to the to the border of North Korea and South Korea. I'm like, do you all understand that we're like, <laughs> no, what's going you. on here? I'm like, I'm gonna stay down here in Seoul. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, but or not Seoul. Wait a minute. But, yeah, no, it was Seoul. I can't remember yeah. anymore. I'm already losing track. Uh, you're, you're an old so, man. Seoul, Seoul wasn't South Korea, but that's not the city, the city we went to. It was Busan. There we go. Busan, South, South Korea. But anyways, um, but yeah, no, uh, that's I chose that one because. I've actually kind of like felt like a slight case of what it, you know, of war fighting, like the, the fear that can go behind it, and knowing that you might not ever come home. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a scary thought. Even though this, the, the chances of something like that happening to me was slim, it was, it was, it was still a scary thought. So um, this one was actually a little bit difficult. I really want, I'm trying to like figure out like a way to 
because uh, I'm trying to figure out why a kid would be scared about that to begin with. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the news. You know I mean just real? You I mean just kind of elaborate? Well, then their parents could probably be in the military. That you, that is true. You know, what there's I mean? one aspect. Video games. I'm sure maybe a parents so or they yeah. they see the war yeah. video games and they see news and they 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 start to differentiate. There's fantasy and then there's reality. That war is real. You know, yeah. it's a real thing. So, go ahead. I just. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm struggling on on how to how how do you explain to a child that has that fear that there's nothing to fear. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's especially for them for so long. I mean, like the worst case scenario is. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't even consider it the most realistic scenario. But I mean, I'll say the worst case scenario is like a nuclear war, and we all have to go into bunkers or something like that. But I mean, I think that's still. I think it's a little extreme. Um, but I mean, I don't really. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, the 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 segue to that conversation to help them is, I think, is a little bit of a difficult one. I kind of think, um, and just because with five year olds we have to kind of word things different, and I think you would kind of have to focus on also the the good aspects. Like these people are protecting us. Like focus on like your your like the American side. Like you know we're you know there are good people out there protecting us. Yeah. Kind of pride and freedom, you know, kind of that patriotic type. General Motors. Right. Talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. GM or General. But, General Motors. Because we tend to kind of go, especially in kindergarten, more towards the patriotic side of that. There's a lot of wars in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And God was, you know, that's the way things were done back then. Right. And God always ha- took care of his people. Mm-hmm. As long as they obeyed and followed him, he let them win their battles. So I guess if I want to use bring some Bible in there and say, hey, as long as our country, you know, as we, much as we can, follow God, and we have some, we have some failures, there are some shortcomings there as far as our country goes, as far as falling under, you know, doing what makes God happy um, and pleases Him. For the most part, we're a God-fearing nation, and uh, we believe that He's going to have favor on us in a military way and, and protect us and be our strength for us. So there's something you can toss in there with the mix as far as when it comes to war. But yeah, I think, you know, you bring up, you know, some parents are involved in that and they've seen firsthand, you know, dad didn't make it home and he's, that little kid's at a funeral and so he's afraid of war. Right. Because yeah. it's an experience in life he has now. So, and, you know, it's sad truth. There's kids out there in the middle of battlefields that their homes and their lands are getting bombed. They shouldn't be, but they're bombing, you know, uh, civilian territories and, why wouldn't you be afraid? I mean, mm-hmm. who wouldn't be? Yeah. Uh, you know, so anything else for war? All right. The fear of war is done. Let's go to number three. Personal danger. Oh, that's mine. Ah, oh, Travis. Personal danger. I just want to start by saying I, I couldn't stop thinking about the episode of Friends where Ross kept jumping out of people and, and yelling danger. Unagi. <laughs> unagi. So you got to have unagi. The protection of, of danger. I don't know what unagi was. Um, so I found a verse. <clears throat> um, Proverbs fourteen sixteen. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. So don't be a fool. But you can still ride on a truck, right? Hand truck? Do what? You can still ride on a hand truck, correct? No. 
You can't. That, the dolly? Is that what you're talking about? A yeah. hand truck yeah. and a dolly. You, that, that's, that's an example way. of a foolish person Excuse riding me. on a, a hand whoa, truck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like uh, whoa. So you got you to gotta look to God for the wisdom to, to you know, you not live, put yourself in danger. But you can't live like a fuddy-duddy either. A yeah, I live, I live with the faith that you know, he'll keep me safe and You know, who lives with the fuddy-duddy is brain injuries. So you're welcome. I have the faith that he'll keep me safe and I'll have fun. But that's I was I, I was always afraid that I was going to be kidnapped. Me, that was yeah. like my number oh, one fear. I well, think. Yeah, I still have that fear. I did read another list where that was on, on the there. list. I thought that was I I know, that was could. a personal danger. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that kidnapping goes with is under yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought of. Yeah, the oh, yeah. article. So I'm trying it here. Yes. So it pretty much is saying don't rush into things. Like take your time and think and and be wise when it comes to you know uh, potentially putting yourself in. Arms way or danger. Yeah, like just, if you see a van that says free candy, just don't do it. Oh, yeah, there's it's free not candy. Worth it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, then there's, there's Halloween candy. coming up where we go and knock on strangers' doors <laughs> and ask for candy. Yeah. <laughs> but make sure mom and dad's with you, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, just take precautions. Controlled. If you go to the puppy van or the candy van, just take your parents with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll let them know if it's real or not. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, just take precautions. Teach kids, you know, hey, take precautions and be careful and. You know, if there's a warning sign and stay away from it, you know, and... Uh, unagi. Yeah, unagi. So, very good. All right. Uh, number two. There's only two left before we go into pod jinx. And here's where things get really scary with kids is loss of a parent. Oh. Who's got that? All right, that's me. Jared's got um, that one. So, it's hard to, like, talk about it without, like, sounding insensitive. Because, like, that is... Well... If it actually happens, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I don't know, it's hard because it's like, you don't want to try to give <laughs> advice because, like, I don't think they're looking for advice. I think they're looking for someone to talk to if they talk about it, because mostly kids are reserved mm-hmm. when it comes to things like that, so they don't really want to. Yeah, I think you're. They don't really, they, they show the emotion, but they don't, like, show it, if if that makes sense, like. They won't talk they, or anything. They're, they're showing emotional, but you don't know exactly what it is. To... Right. So, like, I would say, well, I mean, if if you're dealing with that, like, I mean, saying this sounds kind of insensitive to somebody who's going through something like that. Like, I couldn't comprehend it. Like, and that's the thing. Like, the kids are scared of it, but realize growing up, if you'll always have that fear, mm-hmm. if your parents are still with you, you always be like, what if my parents die? Blah, blah, blah. And so it's like... Um, I know in the in the Bible, uh, Jesus is referenced as the Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not going to say, "Oh, it's okay. You have a Heavenly Father who loves you." I, you could say that, but I mean, right? You can say that, and it's not going to cure everything. Right, but right. It's it's ammo you can yeah. put out there, especially if you're in the heart of it. Like it's yeah, they're not thinking that. Yeah, but I don't. Other than that, I, yeah, because what they've lost. Let's go back with the military parent. You know who does give their life up mm-hmm. for the country, and this kid, you know, has a, has the experience of a loss of a parent, of a of a father, and so uh, that cannot be replaced. I cannot replace that dad. Right. Right. If I lose a toy, you know, or whatever, I can be replaced. If I lose a puppy, I get another puppy. But my dad, no, I cannot replace him. And so, unless, again. We've experienced that ourselves as a kid. We, there's not a whole lot we can say. Mm-hmm. 
And like, I think you wouldn't, like, even if it happened to you as a kid, I don't think you'd even be able to deal with it. Well, I mean, deal with it properly, but, like, just put it into words. You know right. what I mean? Like, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't, like, as your mind gets can't process you get older, it. Yeah, you can't process. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you can't process as much as an adult does. That right. is as, as much as the adult is going to, the wife is going to uh, freak out from that and have her reactions to it. Sometimes kids are like, don't have the impact of what's really happened yet. Yeah. It hasn't really settled in on him. Sometimes it hits him up front. Sometimes it seems like it takes, you know, he's really not coming back. And then it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a long-term effect. And so I can see why, without them even realizing that, what we just said, you know, that's a big fear. Mm-hmm. That's something they got to cope with the rest of their life and eventually have to grow out of that somehow. I think more than anything, in that case, you just have to love them and be open and there. I mean, that's really the biggest thing you can do. I mean, give them someone to at least. I didn't. I didn't go through and research to. about in the Bible a story like that when someone lost a parent, but I'm sure something in there. Because I, when I read the list, I thought about that one a lot. That was that's pretty challenging there. You know, how would you address that? You know, even from a biblical standpoint or, or whatever. Another example, but. That's neither here nor there, but how would, you know, that, that is a tough one, loss of a parent. You know, um, again, as we get older, that's typically when we lose our parents, when we get older, you know, uh, and you could say that, but still it's not on their level. Mm-hmm. They're losing mom or dad at a very young age, you know, for whatever reason. Health, battle, or they got in trouble or something, freak accident. So... That is pretty tough. So, all right. Any other ideas or thoughts, comments? We're going to go to number one. Now, this is the number one fear on this list that we found is the biggest fear of kids. Oh, excuse me. Divorce. I think Alexa has that one, right? All right, go. So I, I have kind of a lot of stuff to say for this one. Um, so I am like a child of divorce, so that's why I picked it. Um, because honestly, it wasn't anything I ever thought was going to happen either. I never had a fear of it until it happened. Um, but actually, a long time ago, when Randy first came here, we went to Kidman. Yeah, the conference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we all picked different um, sessions and stuff to go into. And there was one about divorce for kids that I went into because I thought, well, like, that's something interesting. And it was um, there's a program, and it's called Divorce Care for Kids, DC4K. Um, and... At the time, I was super interested in it. I really wanted to, because you can become like a leader in it, and it's kind of like a small group thing for kids. Um, You kind of sign on to um, be a leader of it um, because it's a program, like a national program. Um, But, and it's involved in ministry. I mean, it's Christian-based ministry. Um, And they've got different activities and different small group things to do. Um, But I was super interested in it. And then, I mean, it just... We went through a big um, Kidman change at that point. <laughs> and so it kind of like, I forgot about it. We were just busy changing everything. You know, you just normal stuff. Um, but then I thought about it whenever that popped up. I completely forgot about the program and stuff. But it is kind of a cool thing to do for kids. And I mean, at the time when I went to that training, they said, you know, we know this is a church um, conference, a church, you know. But unfortunately, most of our kids, even in church, they're dealing with divorce. She said, over half of your kids are probably dealing with some type of divorce in their life. And it's true. I mean, thinking about our kids, there's a ton of it in our, yeah. in our group. Um, and it kind of was just a program that 
kind of let them sit and talk about it. They had like some journaling things. They had some like games and activities and books and stuff um, just to kind of go over for that. But I thought it was a really cool program. Anything in particular you remember from that that, um, and I'm sure there's probably, you know, kids that we've had in here or will have that experienced that divorce in their family at, at, at their age. And let's say, for instance, we find out one of them is just not enthused about being in kids' church and just doesn't, you know, we're thinking, okay, they probably just don't like it here or someone says something to them, but really it's, it's that their home split up. And let's say we find out about it. How do we... And I know there's a ton of answers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know any. So what, what did you pull out from that that we could do? Let's say we find out in kids' church, we have a kid like that. How could What little step can we take to help out? It kind of talked a lot about, um, I remember, I mean, it was a long time ago, but they talked a lot about like almost like a buddy system. So find someone else who's going through that and have them that person kind of as, you know, on the same level, peer-related, like, hey, I did that, you know. And I think that was the kind of whole point of the program that they were talking about was, you know, making, giving them people to talk to and people who are going through it and they're not alone, I guess. Because I think that's something that they were saying, you know, in the church, especially at that time, it wasn't, I mean, I think it's more now, even than however many years ago. Um, they kind of felt like they were the only ones, I guess. Okay. So doing a little buddy-buddy system. Because yeah. again, chances are there's other kids in there mm-hmm. that have been from Similar. a split home and they're, you know, they've... They've gone through it, and they're dealing with mm-hmm. it, and, and they can see a kid who's hurt, and they can, that'll empower that other right. child to be a helper. Actually, um, on the way home from camp this year, I drove to the boys' home, um, and they started talking about, and they both have pretty difficult parent situations um, in and out of jail and stuff, and they started talking about it, and they realized they had a ton in common with that, and they, I mean, they talked the whole way home about, you know, things they had seen, they, and it was sad, and I cried probably the whole way home while they were talking in the back, but, um, you know, oh, my mom had a boyfriend like that too. I mean, it was just, but I mean, and honestly, they sat there and they talked it out and I mean, it was, it was kind of cool. I mean, that they had each other, I guess. Right, right. Okay. Well, good. So, uh, again, we don't have no answers for all this stuff, but ideas and something to, for you look out for in your kid ministry, as you look at kids and something's troubling, maybe there's, they have a fear in their life and there's more than just these 10, a whole lot more out there. And, uh, uh, just to help uh, bring awareness to you, uh, to all of us, again, that there's all kinds of fears out there that kids have, and, you know, acknowledging and finding out what it is and doing what you can to help them out. When it's your turn to help out, you know, let's let's be there for them and, and do that. So anything else for our top 10 from anybody? Any other words you want to throw in there? I guess not. So, all right, let's move on from our top 10 fears. A little bit of comedy relief. You guys ready for this? Let's do some podjinks. you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Here's your joy-filled jester, Travis Johnson. Menomina. 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 Take it away, Travis. All right, we can get the polka dot band back in here. The kids. No, kids. Oh, you got call for the kids, Travis. All right, come on, kids. Don't be afraid. 
In, an ill-lit room full of strangers. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. <laughs> can't see. We already talked about personal danger. <laughs> you fools. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. All right, Ralph so the first, joke, the first joke I have when I first saw it, um, I, I didn't think I said it before, but now that I look at it again, I, I may have said it already. See if I like, can get it. Maybe like episode 11 or something. Probably. Um, all right, you ready? Yes, we're ready. How does a rancher keep track of his cattle? Uh, how does a rancher keep track of his cattle? Ooh. I don't think he's got a flock of cattle. Flock of cattle. I don't think you've said this one. I haven't. Whenever you said rancher, I, th- I immediately thought of a jolly rancher. I thought of Hidden Valley. <laughs> Hidden Valley Rancher. I'm stuck on this one. I have. I yeah. Hidden Valley Rancher. Say it again. Say rancher. it again. Say it again. Say it again. How does the rancher keep track of his flock of cattle? I just added flock of cattle on this. Uh, I don't know. You want me to tell you? Oh yes, tell us. A calculator. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, don't let me be the only well, one. I mean, you guys can I, laugh too. You I know. almost elevator music. <laughs> almost, you almost got elevator music. That, guys, is, a, that is a corny kid joke. I think you guys. That's corny. Add this to the list. Afraid to laugh at hilarious jokes <laughs> <laughs> because you all are afraid. <laughs> number all right. two. All right. We're number two. We're number two. <laughs> it's funny you said that. What do you call crystal clear urine? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Water. I mean, P. Crystal clear urine. Deer Park. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aquafina. Aquafina. Uh, I might. He must have been at the hospital this last week and got this from the doctor. I ain't afraid of no doctors. When was the last I, time I, you I, went I, to a doctor? I, I have I one. Know. Uh, I will let no know. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? What is it? I gotta know this one. All right. What do you call crystal clear urine? Good hydration. Nope. 1080p. Yeah. Say it. Say what? it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> 1080p. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like high definition. Okay. 1080p. Like Jared, you're, you're afraid of, you're allowed to laugh. That right there is a good quality joke. I'm allowed right. to laugh when it's funny. That's so a clean joke. Okay. Even though urine in the joke? You ever go to the doctor <laughs> and, and the doctor asks you about your urine? Where are you going with this? Why do they ask you that kind of stuff? Because you can tell if something's wrong with you. If, yeah, if you're bleeding, I mean. Someone yeah. one time a doctor asked me if my, if my pee burned. And I said, I don't know. I've never tried to light it. <laughs> that was good. No, that was good. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going south. We need, something to, we, need, we need something to rescue us. Like, whoa. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. C-N-N. We have a new splash. Wait. What? Oh. This is S-N-D. And now back in the studios from vacationing. Ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Ben. Well, I wish I had a happier story for us today, but one of our favorite um, singers, Toby Mack, brought some sad news to his Instagram that his oldest son, Truett Foster McKeon, had passed away. 
He was uh, 21. He was known as True Dog to us. He appeared in almost every single album that uh, Toby Mac had put out. And he, um, the cause of death is still under investigation. Of course, uh, Toby Mac put out a long Instagram article dedicated to him. And he's canceled his, the rest of his tour in Canada. And in the statement he had put, he had joy that took the room when he entered. He was a magnetic son and brother and friend. If you met him, you knew him. You remembered him. His smile, his laugh, the encouragement he offered with words or even without. He had an untamable grand personality and dreams to match. He had just performed his first show uh, on a Thursday. Uh, Toby Mac had went to... Truett show and afterwards sent him a text saying how proud of he was, uh, how proud of him he was, and how he was so glad that he got to watch that show. And the last text that he um, received back was "I love you." Had you guys heard about that? I didn't hear that. That's crazy. Yeah, know. they don't know what, how he. No. Well, there's yeah. There's there's before. well he had went so the on Wednesday morning ambulance uh, received a call about a person under cardiac arrest, oh, cool. and he was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh, man, that's crazy. That one hit hard because I remember, I think it was Toby Mac's uh, Momentum album. I think that was one when Truett started doing little, little features on there, True Dog and all that. I remember in, Diverse City. Is that, yeah. I remember that. Might have been on that one. But I see, realized he was that old. He had he had some little bitty parts, you know, little snippet things in there throughout his he life. He started, like, having full songs on albums, though. It's weird that uh, it happens to people that are, like, healthy, but then they have these, like, these problems that no one knows about. Like, you well, know. it's speculated. I mean, so we're, not really, yeah. we're not really sure, but it's speculated that he kind of went out on his own, got mixed up with the wrong people, Gotten involved in some things that he may not should have been involved in. Yeah, I, I kind of sensed that. And on Toby's Instagram, you see where he, he had a picture of him and Truett together, where he was out on his own. And Toby has a way with words, not only his music but on his postings. And when you're a parent, you can pick up on this stuff, or if you're reading this, you can see it. And even in his, I guess his Instagram obituary or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. when he. He told everyone, said, Truett was not a cookie-cutter Christian. He's not, you know, he was different. And you got to understand, Toby, when it comes to contemporary Christian music, he's the elite. He's, yeah. he's like at the top. And when your kid is in, following under those shadows, mm-hmm. the, and you're living in Nashville, Tennessee, and you're exposed to all these other artists and secular artists and whatnot, there's a lot of pressure. A lot of influence this this kid and his family take, and has to be around. And uh, yeah, he's not going to be a cookie cutter Christian. And 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 him going out early, like you said, you know, uh, I guess he left probably when he was nineteen or twenty. Got out and moved know. moved out but somewhere he, else. Um, people had been waiting for his albums for a long time. Oh. I remember we went to a um, we got tickets to we got like free tickets off of radio to go to, like, a Q&A session and, like, a small concert with him. And someone asked, when's True Dog going to make an album? And he's just like, no, he doesn't want to make an album until he wants to experience his childhood. 
he wants to get some stuff ready before he's ready to walk out on a stage. And it's just kind of sad that his first show was like last week. The last one, yeah. And I've been, I was like, I've been waiting to hear his stuff, you know, all these years myself. He was celebrating too hard after. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Like I said, it could have been mixed up. It could have been a true cardiac arrest because it's happened to young people before. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah. we just never know, and we leave that up to them to uh, expose. And until then, we, you know, uh, we want to thank the best, you know, of this. And, uh, yeah, it's I've had a lot of thoughts go through my head. Because it's like when you follow someone like that, you know, their music and everything, and you see them bring their kid in like that. It's like you can't wait to see True Dog do his own stuff, and then boom, he gets out and starts his first concert, and he's gone. It's like bam. So that that that's that's bummer. That's pretty sad. So well, Taylor, sorry, you know, that's bad news, but hey, it's out there, and thanks for bringing it up. And uh, but we uh, condolences out there, T Mac, and all them, and their family, and. Uh, band and all that's, that's all over with now by the time you hear this but um that's some tough times there so all right um we gotta get ready to go into our toy box segment here and um get ready to close up <laughs> No way. All right, Toy Box, who's got something to say? I have a creepy story from my childhood. Uh oh. Creepy. Creepy story? Yeah. Okay, so do we need to play like some... Oh, a oh. Bank polka dot oh that's band. so creepy. The polka <laughs> dot band is on cue, oh. man. Good job, kids. Good job. Go, Jared. Okay, so uh, no, it's actually not a ghost story. You're going to tell a ghost but, uh, story. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, don't back out uh, on us now. In, in third grade... I can tell a scary story. In third grade, I, uh, me and my friend Nate had this thing. We said, oh, we're going to make Ghost Club. And pretty much we would just, we would just get pictures... Of ghosts and print them out and then like <laughs> keep them in a folder or something. Right? <laughs> and the thing was, yeah, this is this was what the ghost club was. And and pretty much we had a sign up sheet that if anyone wanted to join our club, here you go. But we wouldn't let anyone join. Did, did <laughs> anyone sign up to join? That's, yes, but we wouldn't let them in. That's the story. Nothing ever good happens with a guy named Nate. Let me just say. I think, I think it's so funny. We, we had a sign-up sheet, but we still wouldn't let people join. <laughs> wouldn't let people join. They would sign over like, nope. I'd be what? scared of the initiation. What is it? Yeah. What you got to print off a picture and bring it to the folder? Yeah, we would just be like, ooh, look at this ghost. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> initiation, but that's bring story. a picture of a ghost. And you How long ago it. was this? Uh, this? No, this was actually fourth grade. This was fourth oh, grade. Oh, fourth grade. So you're yeah. way back there. About two years okay. Back. Yeah. <laughs> But Nate, Nate is a codename for Chandler. But if you get in a club like that today, you're a paranormal investigator. Yeah. So. You should have that was my going. story. What was it called? What? What was it called? Ghost Club. 
Should have kept it going. It could have been on. Yeah, you could have hashtagged that. I'm thinking like money off that. Like the Babysitter's Club theme song. You need like a Ghost Club theme song. We would make up stories to each other. Like I told him one time, he's like, "Oh, I went to an abandoned house at like two in the morning, and I fought this ghost, and and I won." Yeah, it was funny. Wow. How about you guys? Anything? Uh, Travis is a business idea. Me and Alexa were talking on the way over. You know how I get like I'm like Kramer. The Seinfeld, I get like business ideas all the oh, time. Okay, entrepreneur. So I, yeah, we have an idea. I have an idea. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We think, want feedback. We want feedback from this because if if you like it, we're probably not going to do anything with it. But, <laughs> but we'll feel good about I'm ourselves. So. Talk it on here. I'm going to talk about it on here so no one else can either. Um, or else I'll sue. That's what he do. will sue. I will. Done it before. <laughs> um, think, sweet frog. You know what sweet frog is, right? Uh huh. But yep. with, but with nachos. Yeah, let it sink in. For no way, no way. And I, I'm thinking yogurt with nachos. No, 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 no. Like you get your nachos. Same premise. You can have, but with you nachos. can have corn tortillas. Oh. You can have flour tortillas. Nacho bar. And you and like a, a nacho, nacho bar. bar. Okay. But, but, if, but if the cheese can come out of those like sweet frog things, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> the dispensers. With yeah. the, with the <laughs> cheese. So dispenser, you'll call you can, like. And you could do different uh, types of cheese. You can have nacho, queso. Queso Blanco. Call it like sweet taco. Cheese whiz. Whiz. What is it? Sweet taco. Sweet, sweet taco. Sweet yeah, a sweet one. Absolutely. Sweet nacho. So you would, now I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the real liquidy cheese sauces. I'm just not. Okay, then we can have shaved. Well, then this like, isn't for you. Shaved cheese. <laughs> but no, you know, it would have This isn't for you. You would have, you would, You'd have to have rugger shredded cheese or whatever. Cheese. And, oh, yeah, and, but and it won't come out of the dispenser. Right. It's, it's not going to be as cool. But on I mean, the bar for, and then we'll be. We could put taco meat in the dispenser. It's like, like a mix beef. between no, beef no, no, coming listen. out. You yeah. have to skip that no, with a spoon. It'd be like a mix between no sweet frog and Qdoba. Sour you, you cream, put all that oh. stuff. Okay, sour cream can dispenser. It's self serve, and you have to you just weigh it, and whatever it weighs, that's what we could add some lettuce if you want to do like taco salad too. I mean, if you want to think pretend you're gonna make it healthier, yeah, all right, Mexican. Throw some lettuce in there now. You, it's you would have to think of a lot of toppings. Though. Like, are you gonna have candy? No, it's <laughs> Mexican food. Pineapple. How, how many sure. options? Salsa, salsa, salsa can come oh. out of the dispenser. Oh, but what about toppings? Oh, come out of dispenser. I think they have so many toppings. <laughs> that's a selling point. Are you gonna clean that? Are you gonna clean that no, dispenser with pay, all the salsa? You pay your minions for all the salsa getting <laughs> getting caught. Them in things there? are expensive to and run. You can have different types of salsa just, in the dispenser, especially oh. if they have to be cold. They're very expensive. Well, to half run. of them can be cold, half of them can be hot. No, we just need it, one. I want the taco beef in the dispenser. Or we can no. just have one. Yes. You have to we give us a choice. Two. If you okay. want one, if you want one to come out of the taco beef dispenser, it'll be a warm. Yeah, no. that's what I'm thinking. It'll be warming. I there. would say put some in a in a pot there for uh, someone to scoop out. Yeah, that's food. what I'm saying. Like Qdoba, but for you scoop it yourself. But you do it yourself. Yourself. DIY. Okay, Qdoba. do it yourself, and then you DIY pay by Chipotle. the weight. Well, you might you really might be onto something here. And we'll just put it. We'll but just, you do it yourself. So. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things in restaurants like, that you could do. It's like a DIY pizza oven. Yeah, because honestly, how many times, how many times have you been to Chipotle or Cadoba and you're like, no, do it this way? But they're, but I, mean, I want more of that, you know. Yeah, and you feel annoying, but you know, you exactly. can do it yourself, and, and, you, and just, you just pay for the weight, and we just charge by weight, and then you don't have to pay plus, extra for queso plus, because it just included in the plus weight. entry fee. Oh, we could plus put guacamole in the dispenser. <laughs> Guacamole in the dispenser. Oh, what? I don't think it's being a guac. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Is that cooler? What? 
ever. Cheeses, just cheeses in there. <laughs> yeah, that's no sour well, cream. You gotta have all of the cheese. Cheeses in a dispenser and cheese. Guacamole. No, the sour tub. cream and that kind of stuff needs to be in like the little. Absolutely, I'm. I'm not. I'm out. Like the squirt bottles no, wait, in Subway. No, wait. Sour cream in a dispenser for sure. Sour cream in a dispenser for she sure. Just gets, she just gets rowdy <laughs> when you mention sour cream. Frog, the only thing they have in dispenser is the yogurt. That's it. The frozen yogurt. That's it. So what are you going to dispense out of? 20% the is the dispenser, chips? and then 80% Jeez. is everything else. So just the cheese. No, we get we'll, we'll you get have, both. You get both. No. Cheese dispenser okay, and cheese in a scoop. Listen to this. No, Alexa. we can't. Op- listen, oh. you got it. Why are you so set on the dispensers? Because that's the that's the. Okay, well, here you go. You ever go to like. Like a, a cafe. You Listen, Shh. you ever go to like a cafe and they have the dispenser like cereal and stuff where you just turn the crank? Uh huh. Right. That's what we'll do with the chips. We'll just turn the crank and the other chips will come out. No, one the chips helping. Are too big. They need to be hot though. They need to be fresh out of the. Use your 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 uh, tongs or whatever for for the chips and like your lettuce and tomato. And then the the <sighs> cheese and stuff, and then the dispensers at the very end. I think I think if you no, I think if you do, but I think if you go both ways of this, you <laughs> use dispensers and you know the spoon. But then you got scoop. double the product. Exactly, you're going. Oh, you're going to satisfy. Money. You're going to satisfy more people. That, yes, the more money you're no. going to make. It's like Sweet Frog, but Mexican. We'll call it Senor Frog. Oh, that's already <laughs> what? Senor Frog. Yeah. Senor Frog is already resting. What? <laughs> <laughs> is it like mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Senor Sweet. No, nothing. nothing <laughs> Not sweet. sweet Mexico. Sweet, sweet nacho. Sweet not no. Sweet queso. Ah! <laughs> sweet queso. Jared's playing with the candle fire over here. Not, what's what's the word Mexican not, word for sweet? Trying to make my head as red, my hand as El red baño. as I can. Not yo nachos. <laughs> El baño's bathroom. <laughs> nacho nacho. There you go. Nacho Again. nachos. Nacho. Nacho, <laughs> shut you down before you even get started, man. Today, I'll, I'll put okay. I'll put. I'll put. I'm offended. I'll put a uh, uh, like a strong man on the on the billboard, and we'll call him Macho Nacho. There you go. I wrote a song for Incarnation. Yes, we could definitely. <laughs> would, you, would you like to hear it? No. Go, oh no. yeah, Macho Nacho. Macho oh, Libre. Yeah. That mega character look like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's money right there. All right. Hashtag oh. Macho Nacho. All right, you better, yeah, you better hashtag that on a thing, and that Damn. way you get your poor man copyright in there. Oh, my candle went out. Oh, oh, that means it's time to shut down. Oh. We went another hour and twenty minutes. It's like the third episode. We've won an hour and twenty minutes. We've got to pipe this down. So, all right, yeah, it was a scary story. Spooky there. season. I had a scary Spooky story. I was all right, I'll wait. I guess I'll wait till next year. We're out here. Hey, uh, polka dot band. Well, kids. Yeah, get their uh, the carol starts singing or something. When the fantasy has ended <laughs> and all the children are gone, something good inside me helps me to carry on. I ate some bugs. I ate some grass. I used my hand to wipe my tears. Kiss your mouth. I break my vow. No, 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 no way, Jose. Unless you want to, then... We break our vows together. Break Carol up. <laughs> Incarnation. <laughs> Incarnacho. Incarnacho. Incarnacho on. Oh. Incarnacho on. Incarnacho on. Oh, me a cup of black jar coffee. Dot com. Black cat coffee. Sick plug. <laughs> Silly pint. We see what you did there. I'll just say that. All right, I want to turn the lights on to see how red my hand is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we about to do this.
<clears throat> Drop the beat, Savo. True dog. How much am I getting paid? A happy meal. A happy meal. <laughs> 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 yeah.